0: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC.
1: Welcome to Hale Varsity Radio, the voice of Husker Nation. Insight, opinion, expertise, with the biggest and best names talking Nebraska across the state. Join the show on Twitter at Hale Varsity and at Schmidt underscore radio. Call in at 402-466-ESPN
2: or 1-800-825-5865. Here's Chris. Schmidt, back with you it's hour two it's tail varsity radio presented by currency for all your equipment financing needs go currency chris schmidt elijah herbold connor clark we welcome in the pride of fairberry nbc sports and the professor semester one done we say hi to bill dolman find him on twitter at bill dolman billy d Elijah, Connor, O'Shawn Mathis, four minutes ago declaring for the NFL draft, so somebody else is going to have to come off the edge in that 3-3-5 defense next year for, uh, for Mr. White and the black shirt. It's been a crazy week. Bill, how are you? Thanks for jumping in.
1: You know, it has been kind of a crazy week. Um, I just decided to give everybody in my classes uh, A, as long as they didn't have uh, too many underscores in their Twitter handle. But anyway, I digress. Okay.
3: Um, that, f- that feels a little too personal.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's good. I thought, thought O'Shawn Mathis declared for the draft when he signed with Nebraska and said that uh, it looked like a great place to live for the next six months.
2: So, you so you're, you're, you're not shocked or, or, or horrified by this news, huh?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Cause he, he, he said that, that, you know, it'd be a great place to be for the next few months. I'm like, well, okay, well I think we know what the plan is. Mm. Uh, so that does, I don't think that surprises anybody, especially after he said, what after the Iowa game, I'm kind of leaning that way. Uh, but you know, it. it what I'm, I'm curious is to what his stock will be, you know, after whatever bowl games, he, you know, post game, postseason all-star games he plays in. I'm not sure if he, if he can or if he's eligible. I, I, I don't know the uh, logistics of all that, but what will his stock be? You know, after his time at TCU, he was, you know, a hot commodity. Um, did he have a dominant season at Nebraska? I, I don't think that's necessarily the case. Did he play well at times and play better as the season went on? I think that's, that's probably true. But is he the surefire first-round pick that people thought he was um, prior to his time at Nebraska, I, I don't know. So some of these guys who enter the portal or enter the draft, you know, they're really gambling on where they're going to end up. For the guys who declare for the draft, where are they going to end up on those three days? For those guys who declare for the transfer portal, you know, statistics bear out that 50 percent or fewer go from one FCF FBS program to another and have you know any kind of success and the numbers are actually against those who go into the portal and try to find another place to play. Well, well, Bill, is it a bigger
0: gamble to leave Nebraska and go to the draft or go to the transfer portal, or is it a bigger gamble to stick around whenever you know that this coaching staff has said they're going to bring in some talent, there's going to be a lot of changes, and, I mean, if, if you were a starter last year, there's going to be nothing guaranteed moving forward under a new coaching staff, so it's really
1: a gamble either way, is it not? There should, there should be no guarantees ever, right? I mean, if, if you are the guy and you're the best player, then you should be the starter. You should be the one who sees you know significant playing time. And maybe the most uh, uh, notable example that comes to my mind is in terms of, well, you've been here the longest, so you should be the starter, and we can't let somebody else come in. If you, know, you go back, at, way back, uh, I think Mark Maurer was the starting quarterback for Nebraska back in 1981. And... Eventually, after a few games, so one and two start, eh, maybe we ought to play this guild kid out of Fort Worth, Texas. That turned out okay. 19, uh, what was it, 92. Mike Grant was a starter for Nebraska. Things didn't go very well. Offense was sputtering. Maybe we should let this true freshman out of Florida, give him a shot, see what he can do. Two national championships later, and should have been a third. You know, Nebraska did pretty well. If you're the best player, it should not necessarily be by seniority, especially in this era of college football. The best guys got to play. The most experienced guys got to play. The most uh, uh, reliable guys have to play. Whatever makes you the starter, you should be the starter. So, is is Mathis looking at this new two-two-seven scheme? Nebraska going to run defensively, and saying I can't I can't be dominant there, so I'm going to go to the NFL. Oh, okay. If that's what you think is best, good luck, and really good luck to you.
3: Okay, I really want to get you worked up here now, Bill. I'm going to pretend that you didn't make fun of my Twitter handle and, and my grade in, in your <laughs> fantasy class, but what do you think of the I new scheme I haven't had Connor in class, work? but I know people. Well, the work gets out. What do you think of the new defensive scheme? Uh, I want to hear I want to hear all the thoughts that, that you have on the 3-3-5, the 2-2-8, three, three, the, the two, two, whatever. The new
2: coach anyway, yeah. <laughs> well
1: i don't know i've been reading message boards and there's a lot of uh you know 50 50 on the new hire and you know you know jeff out of shickley and maury out of howells they don't really like the, <laughs> the pick so much and i i really got to rely on what they're saying on facebook and thinking gosh i don't know if matt rule knows what he's doing and you know the criticisms about hiring bringing Riola back there's some people out in gibbon that I think they probably know best as to what, you know, Matt Rule should do in his, as he puts his staff together at Nebraska. I, and, and I guess my am of the opinion is maybe Matt Rule should be allowed to hire who he wants to hire, who he's comfortable with, who he finds will be the best fit for his staff. Is he getting everybody that he, uh, that was, that he wanted or are people staying put? Maybe. Uh, but if you, go, if you follow anything going on at Syracuse right now, they are ready to uh, abandon football altogether with the loss of Tony White. I mean, they're, they're somewhat despondent by that. So I suppose that's a fairly good sign. Um, does anybody really know what the three-three-five is, or do they just look it up on Wikipedia and got this Cliff Notes version as to just how to operate the 3 3 Because there are a lot of defensive coordinators in, around Husker Nation that I'm finding out that know a lot more about football than, you know, the people that they hired to run the program
0: well well, bill is the best way to put it that husker fans right now just have trust issues they've been hurt before and and they were told mike Riley and this that well it's going to be the future of college football in nebraska and then well that didn't turn out to be the case and scott frost the big Ten's going to have to adjust us and well maybe not maybe you're gonna have to adjust your system to the big 10 is the best way to put it just that husker fans have trust issues with what they've been told they are worried, you know, man.
1: That's that's a that's a really uh, interesting way to put it. I, I suppose that that might be true, but you know, there are so many people that uh, are, are sitting around. Husker, I hate the term Husker Nation or Jayhawk Nation or Wolverine Nation. There are a lot of fans all around the country who are sitting in basements, face painting on a Tuesday in uh, in December, uh, Friday in December thinking that they know everything and they and they and they just don't you know they don't know the personnel they don't know how well people are going to adjust to the coaching you you know football season really needs to get here so that we can put these debates for the next what 10 months nine months or what uh to rest yeah trust issues is a great way to put it but boy, people sure think they know a lot more than those who do it for a living no i know i know exactly what's going on but i'm not going to share it
2: Bill Dolman with us, uh, NBC Sports, pride of Fairbury, the professor, Hale Varsity Radio, at Bill Dolman on Twitter. Bill, let's get your thought. You've spent a lot of time in the Mountain West, so you know the Rocky Long, San Diego State coaching tree that that birthed this 3 um, 3 Let's bring it back to Coach White. and it, Could it be, and I want your take on this, uh, we all love the option, and we know what kind of pain in the neck it is for defenses to to prep for. If you play one option team a year, flip it around. Not everyone's running a three-three-five, right? So, uh, could it be problematic for an offense to prep for? Uh, and Nebraska is going to be unique and different. And if they recruit to it and develop to it, it, it could be uh, the, the type of attacking defense that that came on the scene 30 years ago. That 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 type of mentality, but also. Uh, the emphasis on speed.
1: I don't think it's as dramatically different in in preparing in a a team, having a a 12 game schedule. And then there's that one team that runs the option at an extraordinarily high level, like Nebraska did uh, air force army. It, 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 it it is completely different. And Bobby Hawk, who's the head coach at Montana told me a long time ago and several times actually that the option is the greatest offense ever devised in football. The problem is finding people who can run it at a very, very high level so that you can win with it consistently on the offensive line, at quarterback, and quarterbacks who are willing to run it. You know, that's just not the way football is played these days. But if you do run it and you run it well, uh, it, it can be almost impossible to stop. The three three five, I don't think is dramatically as different, but you still have concerns, especially if that team on the other side has big, athletic, fast linebackers that can create problems with angles that you may not be used to if you're lining up against As Everybody's worried about it being in the Big Ten where you just have smash mouth football, big offensive linemen against big defensive linemen. If you've got sizable linebackers and fast guys like that, that can really create some issues, especially I think in early parts of the game because you're not, you've got to get used to that speed and then once offenses figure out, okay, here's how maybe we can stop it, you might be you know, a couple of quarters in, and who knows what the score is at that time. So I don't think it's as dramatic as trying to stop everything in the middle of the season and prepare for a great option attack, but it can cause problems if that team defensively has the right athletes to play it. Bill
0: Dolman's with us here on Hale Varsity Radio. And, Bill, how close do you think Nebraska is to having the right athletes to play in the 3-3-5? I think there needs to be more speed on the defense, and maybe you have that around and you need better development within the program to, to bring that out of some athletes. But how close do you think this defense realistically can be to running the 3-3-5 successfully? One thing that
1: I think that, that, that plays into Nebraska's favor in this is I think that there are some pretty good athletes in this program. I think the fresh start, is just just going to energize guys defensively you went through eric chenander bill bush is a great coach and you had so much tumult last season i think with tony white coming in and the matt Rule staff and the fresh air in the program at the, right now that when they get into to winter conditioning and spring football that that that's just going to allow this team to maybe uh feel some synergy I think that's really, really important, that everybody's just going to be on the same page. Going to the last couple of seasons with Nebraska football, whether it's defense or offense or special teams, there's just want big, one big dark cloud of question marks overhead. I don't think we have that right now. And I think that freshness is going to help everybody play just a little bit better. And with guys may have the opportunity to play at playing time that they wouldn't. I think that will certainly help. But they do need to have some big dudes up front in that, that three-man front, those guys have to be good. They've got to be strong. They've got to be athletic and take up some space. I think those three, I think the defensive line positions are the the most critical for Nebraska to develop.
3: Bill, with all the turnover in the coaching staff and on the rosters, well, how important is it for the guys in the offensive line room to have Donovan Royola come back? I know it's a surprise to a lot of Husker fans that he is being retained, but what does that do for that group in that O-line room?
1: Well, it certainly was a surprise to the experts on Facebook. I I, I, I will give you that. Uh, I think that's significant. Um, you know, I think we all saw toward the second half. You know, the second half of the season, the firing aside, it it just never seemed like that offense. Granted, Casey Thompson was hurt, but Mark Whipple, I don't think had you know had some great games as an offensive coordinator. Was everybody on the same page ever? Did we really get a good idea of uh, what Donovan Oriola can do with an offensive line? Can anybody really gauge that with the naked eye? Unless, you know, you, you consistently look at offensive lines. The Nebraska offensive line was beat up. I think there were a couple of key injuries, guys playing out of place. No Cam Jurgens. I think that was so huge for this that offensive line this year, the loss of Cam Jurgens to the NFL. Uh, had he come back for another season, things might have been entirely different. So I think just like I was talking about with guys on the defense, I think for Don Royola, this is a, an opportunity to have a, a fresh start. Not that, you know, he had I, I don't think he probably had a bad start with Nebraska, but something fresh, new staff, a coach that really wants him there. And uh, I, I think that's real positive for this team going forward.
2: I don't think we'll ever know just how – much of a cluster it was between Frost, Whipple, and Raiola. Your OC and your O-line coach. To your point about same page, I, I think it was uh, it was uh, oil and water, yeah, and I think uh, the, the oil um, liked to be in the oil. You know what I mean? So well, he said
1: he's famous in the press conference. I guess when I'm a uh, not a nice guy. That's what I'm at my best. Well, might have been in, in his own mind, but I, it just never seemed like anything was together. And for Donovan Royola, this I think is a is a great opportunity. He wants Matt Rule wants you here, okay? And you're still a legacy to Nebraska with the Royola name. You've got pride in the program because of your family. You've got guys coming back who I think believe in him. I, I never heard any mm-hmm. negative uh, negative feedback from players about him. So I think it's I think it's positive these coming back.
2: Bill, real quick prediction number four: Purdue comes into town tomorrow. Fred's bringing the pizza, and uh, Nebraska can do what tomorrow uh, against Purdue? Well,
1: who came pretty close to nailing it last weekend when we were talking about Nebraska and Creighton? I said they could play within 10, and I was certainly dead on about that.
2: (laughs) Right? I think the the Nixon tape does call a 10-point win from Bill Dolman. It's been edited, and it sounds, yeah, Nebraska by 10. I said they
1: had a puncher's chance, and they Mm -hmm. threw that punch, and they knocked him out, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, You know, why not? You're you're, you're back home. Uh, You certainly don't have the size to match up with Purdue, uh, I don't. I don't think we've seen a player like that in basketball since Yao Ming. That guy is a mm-hmm. is a is a barn wall. But hey, you're at home. Make some shots. Throw some haymakers. And why not? Why
2: not win it? Bill Dolman, Brad Fairberry. Thanks for jumping in with us, bud. We'll talk next week. All right. Merry Christmas. Go big red. There he is, Bill Dolman, with us. Brady Altman's coming up here on Hale Varsity.